What's up, everybody? You're on Money Moves, and I'm Michael Munsterman. Today's episode is called The New Internet. So 2018 has been a really interesting year for me. As I head towards the end, I start to reflect on my entire year, just as a whole. And I was chatting with a guy the other day, and he was talking to me about how he doesn't feel like he really accomplished that much throughout the year. And he he just thought 19, everything was teed up for 19. 19 was going to be legendary. And and in that conversation, I, I just started to think in my head, man, you've really... like. To be able to finish a year and say, I really didn't accomplish much, that's an entire year of your life. And it caused me more than normal to reflect back on what I have accomplished this year and like where this journey has taken me and, and what has evolved through the process of just, as grandpa would say, walking with my eyes open. When I was this just a little kid, I would be running around grandpa's place, just like, you know, the old term, a chicken with his head cut off. That was me as, as a young person. I mean, up until maybe even as far as 18, 19 years old, like everything that grandpa was dropping on me, I I was hearing, but I wasn't always uptaking. But this one thing he would say frequently, lad, you have to walk with your eyes open. And so as I was looking at this year and this evolution of life and and looking back i i really saw where there were some pivotal moments that i had an opportunity to open my eyes and look around where i was where i was in situations that if i if my eyes weren't open they just would have passed me by not only would they have passed me by but a lot of doors that opened could have been closed forever because a lot of times opportunities don't come back on a repeat it's a one and done. And so for me, as I was looking back at this year and I was thinking about, okay, how did everything end? And I, I started to think through, wow, what all have I accomplished this year? Well, I, I wrote a book and I started on a journey around May to build out a social media following. I thought, hey, um, I probably need to launch a podcast I want to share a message with the world. This message got heavier and heavier on my heart. And I started to think more and more, what is it that drives me? What motivates me? What excites me? Where could I take my own advice and where could I align my passions with my skill sets and succeed? And so all of that kind of started to circle around in my head. I started taking digital courses to learn different types of marketing and I wanted to learn what the internet was. I wanted to understand, I mean, and and everybody thinks, well, Michael, everybody knows what the internet is, but I mean, I really wanted to understand digital technology at it, at, at its very core. I wanted to see the shifts and the changes that were happening. And, and so I started to pick up books and read about the digital marketplace. I, I started to really dig in so that I could learn and understand social media. I wanted to figure out what caused buyers to wake up from the hum on the internet and make that decision to click or to buy or to go visit or whatever it took to make them take action. Because you see, the people who have the ability to make it rain, and when I'm talking about make it rain, I'm talking about getting someone to take action inside of business they, those people run the world. 
the people who can take you, the consumer, and get you to pull out your credit card and swipe or get you to even sometimes sign a contract that causes you to swipe again and again and again and again. And, and, and so I just wanted to understand how I could possibly plug myself into that geosystem. And where had I missed out on an opportunity that I could have done it in another fashion? How could I have, like, how could I have missed the internet and everything that it was and everything that's been like in our previous companies, the internet's been a key point inside of our profit model. In fact, when we were selling heaters, we partnered up with a great little company out of, out of Oklahoma and we, you know, did a joint venture with heater.com, selling our heaters through heater.com, selling our heaters on Amazon, selling our heaters, you know, just on eBay, even like the online retail sales was what I thought that the internet was good for. I thought I would have a good or a service and I would put it on the internet and people would go to a website and buy it. So the only thing I had to do was get people to go to the website. The break is, is that that's not the internet anymore. Over the course of this year, I started to process what is the internet. And I want to share that with you today because I want you to reevaluate how you're using the internet or how you're not, how you could potentially right now today be letting the gold rush pass you by. Because there will be a point in the not so distant future, like inside of the next decade, that small and mid-sized business owners who don't understand and get on board right now will be trying to play catch up in a sport that they can't win. I want to describe to you how I envisioned the internet prior to this year prior to going out to New York City and having lunch with Gary Vaynerchuk and, and his team of, of his best executives, prior to digging into a company called ClickFunnels and watching hours upon hours upon hours of learning what a ClickFunnel was and what it did and how it worked, prior to going deep into Facebook's vault of training that they offer for free, prior to paying for some of that training so that I could learn little nicks and hacks to get better at it. But like now my, the way that I used to understand the internet is something like this. Like I understood the internet as a digital realm essentially where there were these buildings and a building was a website and all of these digital buildings were connected essentially by wire, like, you know, invisible wires, now actual physical wires in most cases, but like in so many businesses were attached to those digital buildings. So just like that, there would be a, a, you know, a used car dealership. There was a car dealership or there was a gym or there was a candy store or there was a, you know, a transmission repair facility or whatever. Like there's a tire store across the road from us where we are right now. There's a vape store down the road. All of these businesses would then have a digital version of their retail space online that acted kind of like a brochure for their business. Like, hey, here's everything we offer and here's our prices. And it was kind of discombobulated on how to get to where you were trying to go. But, but normally you could figure out if you really wanted to buy something from them, you could. And then some people started to build digital buildings that weren't associated or attached to a physical building. So now guys like Mark Cuban or other big players that were early, early in the like mid to late nineties started to build these websites that offered services. Like Mark's big thing. If you don't know, he like, he was, he created streaming websites. Like his, 
his company was one of the first companies to stream video of major events. And so he became an online destination. He be like, and so he was inside of this digital community that I envisioned. It literally was a giant web, like everybody pictures it. Obviously it's referred to the worldwide web. It's this digital web going from one digital location to the other. And that was the old internet. A website was a brochure for a business or it was a landing space for a service that you would exchange dollars for goods or dollars for service. And that was it. And the thing that's funny is anytime that there's something of value to the, to the human, like to the human race, to, to you as a person, there's somebody else on the outskirts or on the side thinking about how they could possibly monetize that thing. And so that's where, that's where Google, Yahoo, MSN, like, and, and there were a bunch of them that aren't around anymore, but th those websites, they, those essentially became these great big, you know, like roadside stations. Welcome to the internet. You know, you're driving into Missouri, welcome to Missouri. And you pull in there and you go to the bathroom and there's a map to show you everywhere you want to go. And so Google was this place where, Hey, you pull in here. And we're going to tell you where whatever you want to find on the internet is, and we'll tell you how to get there. There are people on the backside of that saying, Google, Google, please tell them about me. Tell them about me. And it's a bidding war. Whoever pays the most is they're the ones who, who Google says, okay, here you go. And this worked and it worked very well. This worldwide web thing with these, with these search engines that gave you directions based on the highest bidder. And, and normally the highest bidder is also the one delivering the most value and the best product because they were getting paid the best from the consumer because their goods matched their price point, matched their service. And so this value escalation worked. Then MySpace came along and several other social platforms and they forever evolved the internet. Now, instead of the internet connecting one business to another, the internet now connects people. So this complex web of businesses, and it's still there, but above that and more important than that is the web of connectivity of people. Every single person who's listening to this podcast is connected to the internet. Every one of you have your own digital footprint. You've heard that before, right? Digital footprint. But what you don't realize is that digitally you're a walking website. And now instead of you going to Google and searching, hey, I want to go here, I want to go there, inside of this vast ocean of opportunity, what's happened is you as a human stepping into a digital realm have created a footprint for yourself. And that footprint is based off of your interests, based off of your age, based off of your sex, based off of your race, based off of your income based off of your geographically where your house is, where do you go buy things? Everywhere you go, retailers are in, like integrating your digital footprint into their business model and you're leaving a trace. And so what happens is you, thinking of yourself digitally as a drop of water, you fall into these puddles, certain puddles that are specific to what somebody's interested in. And so instead of going to Google and saying, hey, like the proper query, they're like, literally, you want a billion dollar idea? Here you go. A search engine that finds people based on interests. Advertisers, like retailers would line up to, to, to do that search query. Oh, wait, that's exactly what Facebook is. 
Facebook, who you give all of your information to, whether you mean to or not, they have software that decodes pictures that you put on Facebook and gives more data about you. The most advanced data collection system ever in the history of ever. And so now as retailers, and, and this was what came to me, instead of the World Wide Web being all of these websites connected, we're now the World Wide Web is a connection of the people that use the internet. And instead of going and querying, I want to go to a specific location online, which you still do, it still has its place because you still sometimes need to find those brick and mortar buildings, or you need to go find that obscure thing that only the internet can tell you. You have to go back to those old school directions. Now think about it, like Missouri is almost entirely done away with those roadside parks because you don't need them anymore. Your phone does it. You see, what would happen is you would stop and you'd look at the map and you'd see where you were and you would see places to stop and you'd grab brochures about everything to do in the city that's close by. You'd use the bathroom and you'd use their vending machines and like there was some revenue there. There were advertisers that would pay to have things put in there, but they don't do that anymore because you have it all on your phone. Well, the same thing's true online. And the way that you move and the way that you operate inside of the internet is different. But this means when you're thinking about going into business now, the way that you think about going into business has to be tied to how am I going to get in front of the marketplace? Who else is already in front of me in that line trying to get my customer's attention? And because it's just this vicious, like lots and lots of people have had this revelation. And so it's becoming this like insane marketplace online begging for your attention, for your eyeballs, so that potentially some offering that they have that they can put out there will catch your attention because attention is the commodity, not attention of the World Wide Web, not the body, not the ocean of water, but just that individual puddle of interests. This is why Facebook has evolved to what it has. This is why it works. Because Facebook, maybe inadvertently or maybe by design, recognized that we were the internet. You are the internet. And so when you're thinking about this, what I would challenge you as you're moving through the internet, you're going through your day, I want you to think about how many people are trying to get my attention as I sit on my phone, listen to this podcast and play my video game, or as I'm driving down the road, is there anything digitally happening, trying to gain my attention? Or when I'm sitting at my desktop today and I'm on social media, how many people are trying to market to me? And you've all done it. You've been like, well, I went to this store and I looked at this item. I went back home and I was at home on my computer and the craziest thing happened, an ad popped up for that exact item that I picked up, but I didn't do anything to leave a digital footprint. How they knew that I was looking at that product is crazy. And some people go as far as to think, I guess I was just meant to buy it because wow, 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 that's crazy. But that's by design. Like Target got sued because they started to track what people were buying. They started to track their buying behavior and they were actually like, they sent out, the, so they decided we're going to run this ad and um, we're going to include a, like anything for, for mothers who just found out that they're pregnant. We're going to include anything that they might need as a new expecting mother. And we're going to be so sophisticated. We're going to say congratulations on baby entering the world and target sent out something like 5,000 of these special packages to expecting mothers. 
The class action lawsuit that followed right behind that was because some of those mothers didn't want the fathers to know that they were expecting. But how was Target able to figure it out? They stopped buying certain things. Their alcohol consumption, like what they bought in the way of alcohol, went down. Their lotion purchases went up. Some of them bought pregnancy tests and that was tracked on the credit card and then later came back and bought lotion or bought what, you know, other goods that would be indicators that an early expecting person would like certain foods and or a, a disruption in their food buying pattern that was very obscure. They, they were just able to track. They, they took all of those different data points and were able to, to tell that that woman was expecting before anybody else in her world could figure it out. Imagine what Facebook knows about you. And imagine what marketers are willing to pay to be able to gain your attention to deliver a product to you. So then from a retail standpoint, when you're thinking about what's happening to me when I get on the internet, you should have that conscious thought process. You should filter the things that are presented to you and that you touch or choose not to touch. But more than anything, what I do every time that I go online, I feel like I'm exploring. I'm exploring the possibility of how people might be trying to communicate a message to me, how they might gain my attention. What is somebody doing that I see that could actually work inside in relation to how I operate inside of business? It's crazy fascinating, and this is a bit of a ramble, but I'm sitting here in my, one of my offices, and it's one entire wall is a whiteboard, and I've, and I've mapped out this crazy drawing of a project that we've been working on, but it's, it's essentially um, our digital footprint going out there so that we can gain people's attention. And so as I'm becoming more and more versed in my understanding of what the internet is and how it works and how to pull people's attention and how to glean their excitement and take them from never having heard of me to, man, not only have I heard of this guy, like I'm telling people about him and, and his products and what he has and what he's offering. And this is, this is how you have to think if you're thinking I want to make money in the next decade as an entrepreneur. Because if you don't, you're gonna get passed by. More than ever, it matters that you understand that the internet, the way that it used to be, is gone. And a pay-per-click campaign inside of Google Suite is not gonna be enough to build out what you need to build. And it's not like there's not some profound ending to this message today, so I'm just gonna wrap it up, but I, I 100 million percent want you to think about that inside of the way you're operating. And for those of you who have your side hustle going or you're in business for yourself already, or maybe you just work for a company that doesn't get it yet, this is a conversation that you need to be having. Because this is a generational play, like this is a big opportunity for you to really, like for you to really set in a lot of value as an entrepreneur, but for you to even survive on any level as an entrepreneur. Recognize that the old internet's dead and the new internet is holding the phone or driving the car or they're at work listening to this podcast right now. Savvy?